Discipline is just choosing between what you want now and what you want most. Hey there, this is Camila, and this is episode 71 of the Rugged Angel Cast. The Rugged Angel Cast is also available on WMCK.FM. When you catch it there, you get music. I get to play music. New shows air on Wednesdays at 9 p.m., repeats on Thursdays at 5 p.m., and then Monday at 1 p.m. You can listen on your computer, your tablet, your laptop, your phone, whatever, because there's an app that works with both Android and Apple. So go to WMCK.FM, get all the information, and figure out what is the best way for you to listen. And if the music isn't the thing that's going to drive you over there and to listen to a more scheduled radio program and uh, you just want the interview you don't care about the music you can uh, listen you can get the straight podcast and find me on itunes and libsyn under rugged angel productions and rugged angel is one word you can also find me on facebook at the rugged angel cast as well as twitter under the rugged angel cast and if you're new here and you're not sure what it is i do well Every week, I talk to a different woman about something creative, amazing, innovative, exciting, uh, strange, funny, awesome, something that she's doing that she is proud of. I am here for the celebration and empowerment of women, and hopefully you are too. So speaking of empowered women, Amber Epps a.k.a. Holly Hood, is my guest this week. Besides being a talented lyricist, producer, computer whiz, and entrepreneur, I found out that she's also a hedge witch. Listen to the show to find out what that means. All right, cool. All right, Amber Epps, welcome to the Rugged Angel cast. Thank you. How's your day going so far? It goes. It goes. Yeah, it's a nice day outside, so that I makes know. me happy. It's finally beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding on to this right now, you know, because it could snow tomorrow for all yeah, I know. <laughs> seriously, I, I don't, I have come to realize that I don't think I'm going to be comfortable putting away my winter clothes until like June. Right. I still carry my sweater around. I mean, I was in Monroeville earlier and when I got out of the car, I was like, oh, it's hot. I'm going to leave my sweater in the car. But then when I walked 20 feet away, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm cold. It's cold over here. I need my sweater. So yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Are you from Pittsburgh originally? Uh, Well, I've been here since I was seven. I was born in Williamsport. Okay. And do you go back? Like, does your family all move from Williamsport? I can't recall being in Williamsport okay. ever, so okay. all right. <laughs> but I was I was born in Pennsylvania, pretty much been here my whole life, except I lived in Ohio uh, when I was young for a little bit, and then I went to college the first time in Ohio. Oh yeah, what part? Uh, Kent State. Okay, I am originally from Ohio, from Toledo, Ohio. Okay, we um, used to live in Columbus. Okay, yeah. Major, not much of a difference, but it's a, a distance wise. Yeah, I have uh, family in Chillicothe. Okay. Also. All right. Yeah. So what did you study in school? Well, at Kent State, uh, I studied computer information systems. Interesting. Yeah. What made you, what, what brought you there? <laughs> uh, I was undecided and then I 
chose journalism as my major mm-hmm. and then I changed it after a semester because I thought I don't know if I like people that much and <laughs> I kept picturing myself as like some reporter trying to chase someone down the street with a microphone to get an interview and I get rejected and I didn't want to be that person <laughs> so I picked information systems because that's what everybody else was doing <laughs> that way you, you your interaction with people was very limited that's at that what, yeah at, that's what I thought was gonna happen now you also you're a teacher now as well yeah <laughs> so as much as I didn't like people now I'm around people a lot <laughs> you're yeah. around people a lot a lot so what what was your the what area of Pittsburgh did you grow up in Penn Hills okay are you are you an only child do you have siblings no I have I have lots of siblings I have five sisters and two brothers and then there's step step brothers and sisters too wow yeah, we didn't all grow up together. Okay, so. I was. That was my like my mom like, has kids. My dad has kids, okay. and then my mom and my dad, who, my, like my mom and her husband, have kids. Mm-hmm. So I call him my dad, and then my biological dad, he has kids. So it's like He's there's kept, lots of a lot of people. People. Where yes. do you fall in age wise? I'm my mother's oldest. I'm my father's second oldest. Okay, so do you? A lot of people say that you can go through life. You can point out the people who who are older siblings. <laughs> <laughs> I am an older sibling. <laughs> do you kind of? Do you have that persona? Does it I, feel like I you think always so. kind of take care of everyone around you? Yeah, it's my instinct too. I have mm. to be in control <laughs> of things. So, you know, I didn't grow up with my dad's side of the family. So, mm. you know, in my growing up life, I was the oldest child. Right. And the different one and, you know, the like the guinea one. pig child, you know, where people are trying to figure out, I guess, if they're doing it right. And then after that, you know, everybody else <laughs> seems like they're spoiled and you're like, oh my God, I didn't get baby fat coats, you know? <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> like, I wouldn't even ask for that. I would like, exactly. I would never ask for a baby fat right. coat. Right. I didn't, I didn't get to stay out this late. I didn't get to go and do that. No, yeah. I got in trouble because I got a pager. Are you serious? Yeah, I bought it with my own money that I worked for, and like my mom tried to fight me. <laughs> she chased, I tried to run. She chased me. Like, a pager, okay. A pager. <laughs> was was it a strict household? Not really, but I don't I don't know. Well, I guess depending upon the time, I don't know how old you are, but. I'm 37 now. Okay, so I would imagine around that time. It's like 95-ish. Yeah, yeah. Every, only by had pages were doctors or drug dealers. Yeah, kind of and ba- it was a new the, thing. In the adult's eyes, yeah. Yeah, and it was a new thing, whereas now there's like, you know, five-year-olds with cell phones. Which I don't, uh, yeah, I don't understand um, children without jobs or any real responsibility walk around here with, with like, Apple, with iPhones. and. <laughs> I know, and then they break it and they're like, my phone's broken. Okay. Yeah. Hey, what well, do you, you what do you want me to produce a new one for you? Were you? Absolutely blessed to have that the first time around. Right. Seriously, and only because I had I had to get an extra. You know, it's sometimes it's like a weird situation where you have to get you have to upgrade a phone or your plan change. Something I don't know, and like that's how you ended up with the phone child. <laughs> Be lucky that you had it in the first place. Yes. So all right. So I mean, you have, and I don't. You have like two completely different sides of yourself yes and probably more yeah. <laughs> well at least public sides yeah because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i did a little um google search on you and everything that comes, that comes up amber epps is very you know on the up and up and very professional yeah. and whatnot and <laughs> That's you good. know adjunct professional you know professor and you know yeah. teaching and i know you do a lot of workshops and stuff with gpac and things yeah. like that trying to um teach artists how to be better yeah basically which 
they all need like well, all creatives need just a little bit of you know a little more professional sway yeah um but then we've got hollyhood uh, yes. <laughs> she's there too on the google on the google yes. hip-hop artist yeah lyricist yeah extraordinaire yeah. so <laughs> how did hollyhood come to be um <laughs> well there was a character around before Hollywood was around, but that 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 rapping character came around. Uh, let's just say I wrote my first song in sixth grade detention. Mm. Yeah, I was just sitting there. I had nothing else to do, and uh, a song was stuck in my head, so I wrote a rap to it. it okay. Da, 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 da. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I wrote a song. I only remember the beginning. It was just basically about being in detention and my teacher had a toupee and it was sliding off and it was raining outside. And, this is sixth grade. Yeah. Right. And then... What were you in detention for? Uh, this kid in the library, I, I remember David Burge, we were in the library and he called me a douchebag okay. and I told him to shut up and I got caught saying shut up. So I got detention. For saying shut up? It was the up. only time I've ever had detention in my life. Yes. Um... <laughs> So was it uh, Catholic school that you went to? No, it was Penn Hills. It was Mr. Laszlo in the library. Because we weren't supposed to be talking, and I got heard saying, shut up. Okay. All right. So, (laughs) all right, sixth grade, you're rapping about the rain and your teacher's toupee. (laughs) And then around eighth or ninth grade, um, when uh, Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style came out, Mm. And some other things came out. I was like, oh, man, I really like these beats. And so I would just write my own raps to the beats. And okay. a lot of times I would follow the same flow pattern and even use the same rhyming scheme okay. as a, or, or one that's very similar to yeah. the original artist. So I was just kind of doing it for myself. And then, you know, the bone tapes came out. And at the end, they had the instrumentals of the songs. I'm like, what? I want to be a rapper. <laughs> so I had my, my you know, double tape deck in my yes. room so i would put the bone tape on one side and the blank <laughs> the blank cassette on the other t- side and press record and get real close to that little microphone slot on the, yes. <laughs> on, on the device and that's how i made my first song i guess like actually recorded in my room and <laughs> and then i i met uh, a dude named scrap who I became pretty good friends with. But when I met him, you know, I told him, I was like, I rap because him and his brothers and all, all rap. And he's like, whatever. What, no, you don't rap. Let me hear you rap. And then I rapped it. And he was like, oh, you do rap. Okay, you can rap with us. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this was your street team now. Yeah, that was my first street team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And how old were you at this point? I was, oh, maybe about 15, 16-ish, okay. something around there. Maybe so, seventeen. And what are what are your usual? What is your rap style? What? I don't. It it can change. Do you have any? Is there any subject matter in particular? Are you more like gangster well, street? Are you a little comical? Are you just true to life? <laughs> it was like a combination of just all like the everything. above. Yeah. yeah. Back then, though, the '90s, the thing was gangster rap. So right. we were we were all gangsters <laughs> we're hard. back then. Yeah, we were definitely <laughs> hardcore back then. <laughs> Yeah, but I, you know, if there's like sometimes I would say stuff that people thought was funny, and I'm like, no, I wasn't being funny. I was serious. <laughs> but it, I guess it seemed funny, like coming from a female. But I don't know. Right? Did you find it more difficult to navigate the hip hop waters as a female? Back then, I don't think I did because I had no 
like really clue about what was going on too much outside of us because mm-hmm. we didn't have the internet back then. Right. So, I mean, we would do some shows here and there, but every, you know, I was really well received cause I was the only female. Mm-hmm. So like, I had no clue what, right. I guess it, what was really going on. Like I said, outside of our little bubble, right. Our little non-internet having rap bubble. Uh, remember those days when? Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, it was a really good time. You had to like uh, wonder what people were thinking. And, and it's funny because even on the way here, I was thinking like, oh my goodness, if I didn't have GPS, she would have had to give me directions, and I would have had to write them down. Yeah, I know. Remember that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> landmarks and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. no, you're gonna come across this. Yeah. And um, all right, so you've got your team now. Yeah. <laughs> and this is still the 90s yeah. at this point. And um, are you guys still together-ish? Or did no. you guys like disband? We disbanded. What was the name of your... Was there a group uh, Back name? then, we were called Crew Clan. Okay. Was it yeah. spelled with K's or C's? Yeah, the first one was K. And then... Uh, well, it was two K's, actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was like cousins running east to west because lazy-ass niggas ain't so there was a silent a at the end scrap came up with that and i was just like whatever <laughs> okay. uh, we even we drove to new orleans to perform really yeah in like 98 or 99 in my geo <laughs> yeah so we were doing big things there was a jazz festival and they asked us to come perform and it was the, we ended up being placed in like this country western bar to perform um, so that's odd. we were very out of place but i mean we <laughs> we had a very interesting time i'll say i'm sure it's a it's definitely a story we we met somebody from um who is that what the, uh trying to i don't know if it's cash money or whoever juvenile was with back then we got their information. So that was like a big deal back then. We were all excited. Yeah. Like yeah, hanging out was... on the roof of a hotel and well, stuff. Yeah. Big dreams. Yeah. For the little kids. I mean, yeah, it's a that's a big deal at that point in your life to yeah. like go and <laughs> go on tour, quote unquote. But um at a fuck at a jazz festival nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, fast forward to now. I, I haven't seen much for Hollywood recently, like yeah. over the last few months at least, or maybe last year. Yeah. But are you still rapping? Yeah, a little bit. Like I work on stuff here and there, but it's hard because I have a real life mm-hmm. and kids and like jobs and stuff. Yeah. And then most of my musical involvement in the last couple of years has been putting together shows. Okay. For so other you're doing, people. Like, producing now. Yeah. Um. And I mean, there's a couple I've done this year already. I have one coming up in May. And then uh, my best friend and I produced the hip hop segment for the arts festival this year. Okay. So what's that going to be like? Uh, we have two hours of hip hop acts. That is this the first time that they've had something yes. like this? Yeah. Okay. So, that's pretty dope. That's amazing. Yeah. Arts festival reached out to us and said, hey, we heard you guys are good at this. Can you help us with this? And we were like, hell yeah. <laughs> are, are, these, are they going to be local artists? Or are they gonna... Yeah, they're all local artists. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's can very you... cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's already out there. It's, okay. Um, so uh, it's going to be Chew Jackson, Billy Pilgrim, Hubs, oh, okay. Track Meet, and Pirate Gang, and me. And oh. I'm hosting also. Excellent. Yeah. That's all right. Cool. And the Arts Fest is always the first weekend of June or the first week of June. Yeah. So that's going to be on June 8th. Where is the stage? It's going to be on the main stage. So that's why it's an even bigger deal. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Is it just one day or? It's just the one day. Okay. Damn. That's really dope. 
I know. Are, are you are you feeling like pumped? Are you excited? Yeah, are you nervous? We still are like, oh my goodness, like we did that because it's never been done and then it's on the main stage too. Right. So it's it's making a really big statement. And they reached out to you. Yeah. Which so this is something that I always kind of struggle with um hip hop versus rap. Do you feel that there's a difference? Well, hip hop's the culture Rap is the thing is the, the, the activity. Yeah, but there's different styles of rap. But people, you know, tend to classify the more backpack East Coast type of rap as hip hop or the, mm. the more lyrical kind of rap as hip hop mm. and the not so lyrical kind of rap as just rap. Right. Uh, I'm guilty of doing it. It's just one of those things where it's like two words that aren't the same, but people misuse them. And sometimes we, you know, people know what you're talking about. Other times it causes arguments, but (laughs) for some reason we're okay with it because there's no like hip hop authority out there. That's like, you guys are using the word all (laughs) wrong. You know, I would like for someone to just come down and just, seriously, can we just make a a decision on it? Because I do, I fall into that category where I do believe that yes, hip hop is a culture and it also kind of, bleeds over to I don't know how to put this properly but like I just I I, I feel I've, I I hear and I see like a lot of rap that doesn't fall into the hip-hop lifestyle sort of I know what you're saying and um yeah and that just kind of like and I and I get that whole you know old man yelling at clouds kind of yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah. persona about it. it was like you guys don't know you have no idea yeah like, <laughs> and I think it's just because you know hip-hop like everything else is is a thing that started and then it grew and it branched off and there's different you know sub genres of hip-hop and right. and you know people like like you and like me sometimes and other people um like we you know we fell in love with the original hip hop right so when we see a lot of the new stuff we're like what is that like <laughs> I can't that, understand what you're saying that's not even it like i didn't <laughs> i didn't come here for this like i didn't i didn't fall in love with this you right. know so it's just and that reminds me that i'm also getting older cuz i'm like i don't who yeah yeah little little uzi who what everybody to everybody's a little or a little something, a little something. yeah <laughs> and um yeah and i think that also kind of gets in my craw too is that it's like back in my day yeah <laughs> this. but then you know i have to think that you know at some point there were people before us who were like what is that that's not music yeah. and so i try not to be that person but right. at the same time i know you know sometimes you just have to draw a line because it's it's not you know, the music isn't produced for the same reason as it was back then. Like now it's just most of the time it's just for the purpose of making money. Right. And so like, I can't really get down with that because that's not what's in my heart. You right. Know, that's not, we didn't, we didn't jump on this bandwagon for the, for the money. It right. was because it's what we love to do. Right. It was a, a form of self-expression and just, and, yeah. And also education. And, you know, there was a lot of lyrical and, and a lot of rap, a lot of hip hop that was to the point that was there was a purpose a little bit greater than just, you know, fame and celebrity. Yeah, and I was watching Get Down the other day and I said, you know what? This is this is why it was so cool back then. It's because you like people would just tell you like, nope, you're not allowed to do that. Like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Right. But now there's no, like, you can't do that. It's, oh, everybody's included. No rapper left behind. You know, oh, you're a rapper and you're a rapper and you're a rapper. You know, there's nobody that's saying... Like, no, you suck. Right. You're not allowed to do this. Yeah. Go find something else to do. You know, go to trade school. I exactly. don't know. Exactly. Yes. There <laughs> needs to be a line. There yeah. Just like everybody, just because you're saying words to beats, 
it's not necessarily what you're doing. And uh, it's, it doesn't mean you're a rapper. doesn't mean you're a hip-hop artist. No. And, um, and I think that's a lot of times why people don't take rappers seriously because there's so many and then there's so many that aren't good and then right. nobody will tell them that they aren't good. And if you say, no, you're not good, then you're a hater. It's like, right. And I always tell people like, no, 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 that's my opinion. I'm not hating on you. Right. Um, like I don't like raisins, but I'm not hating on raisins. I just right. don't like them. It's They're not, not good thing. to me. Right. <laughs> that's my opinion. <laughs> you're welcome to have raisins if you want to. I don't want to have them. Have you done much mentoring in, in uh, hip hop? At all? Probably not formally. Just, you know, people will hit me up and say, can you let me know what you think about this song? Or I'm trying to do this, but I don't know how to go about doing it. You mm -hmm. know, can you help me? And I try to the best of my ability. It, it really just depends on who it is that's asking. Because, mm -hmm. you know, again, I know there are some people that are that really, you know, they just they love this. So they right. they really want to do this thing. And then, you know, just like in everything else, there's also people that are opportunists who yeah. like, well, she knows this stuff. Mm -hmm. And instead of me trying to learn it or, you know, figure it out the way she did, I'm just going to ask for it and try to get it the easy way. Right. And that's the thing that really does bug me a lot. Um there's just a lot of things there are, I don't mind giving help where I can and selectively. Right. But there's a lot of times that people do try to take advantage of you or, mm -hmm. or and just like, you know, they're lazy and they don't want to take the time to just yeah. like, I learned most of the shit like Googling and reading and, Seriously, you know, myself. Yeah. Figuring out before, you know, before there was a Google. Right. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. Just. Um, All you I have would, to do is type words and the words come back to you. I know. And I did things like go to the library <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. find books and read these books and, mm -hmm. you know, find people and, you know, it's just, yeah, it's a different, it's a different world these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is your writing process like? Uh, mostly. Is it just like what it, it hits you? It, it, it can vary. So a lot of times it's just like something might pop in my head and I'll just type it in my phone real quick or I'll write it on a piece of paper. Mm. And then maybe another time, like I'll start putting the pieces together. Mm. Like on my old old notebooks which i still have from the 90s yes i can see there's just like things written all over paper so when mm. it was time to write a song like i would just go through and like pick out some of those things and kind nice. of put it together but if it's a topic that i'm like super passionate about i might be able to just like write it just write it out without having to go to my little clips and pieces nice but i have to be like super passionate about it like really pissed <laughs> off or really happy about it like there's two extremes anything in the middle it's like bits and pieces here and there yeah that's a that's one thing that i think most creatives have in common is like either you're it's has to be some sort of extreme yeah. emotion that's putting you in the place of creation yeah <laughs> and um it's good that we, yeah, we, we have those outlets and exactly it's not just like... <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> do your are your kids musical um, my oldest son played the saxophone. Hmm. Uh, he was in the band, in the marching band. Um, my youngest kids, they like the, you know, they played around on the instruments we have at home, but they're more into sports. My mom got them into sports. I'm not a sports person. Okay. So they're just like sports, sports, sports. Um, so they haven't really had a chance to figure do, out that. Yeah. That means, so you just kind of have stuff lying around the house, just... Yeah, and I keep saying, one day you're going to learn how to play an instrument. <laughs> one day. It's how not all kids, about sports. How many kids do you have? I have three sons. Oh, wow. Yeah. 10, 13, and 20. 20? Yeah. My oldest son's old. 
Wow. And I keep I'm, I keep looking. I'm like, I don't know where you came from. <laughs> Who are you? I was just in eighth grade like three years ago. <laughs> so I don't know like, where you this came grown from. grown-ass man in my house. How you got so big, you know. Wow. I would never yeah. guess in a million years that you had. He's a, a junior in college. Grown-ass man. Yeah, grown-ass <laughs> man. Yep. Exactly what he is. <laughs> Did you, was it, so what was, I mean, not, okay, so what was it? Was it difficult being that young with, you know, I mean. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously, because I still wanted to be a teenager. Right. Um, Luckily, my mom helped me. And I probably allowed her or forced her to help me more than I should, just because, (laughs) you know, I was 17 when I had him. And then I I got a full scholarship to Kent, which is in Ohio. And my mom, she said that she would keep my son and take care of him oh. so I could go to school. Wow. Yeah. So she, 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 she would bring blessing. him up yeah, yeah, on the weekends. And then when I got a car, I would come home on the weekends and see him because, That's you know, right. I had a full scholarship. People yeah. don't get full. They're not, those aren't just handed you. out. So. That was just, that's an absolute blessing that you came across just on both accounts, getting a full scholarship and your mother being like, yes, I will. And now he he goes to Kent State. So he goes to the school where he visited as a baby. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Is he also into computers as well? Uh, Well, kind of, but that's not his major. I guess that's kind of like the thing. Like what kid isn't in computers, quote unquote, now? He goes for, um, he's in technical theater. Oh. Um, lighting design. Oh. So, you know, designing the lighting schemes for concerts yeah. and other productions. and That's really cool. He's really good at it, too. Nice. So I'm like, oh, my God, I made that. <laughs> I, I'm really excited. <laughs> it's it's cool to be. Like, the best thing for me right now about being, like, this age is seeing that these people that I made are doing good things. And, right. Like, they're good at it. Yeah. And they're actually decent human beings, you know? <laughs> That's got to be, like, the biggest source of pride. It is. I'm life. like, yes, my son's <laughs> going to get a job. He's going to find me some central AC. He's going to pay my student loans. That's all I ask for. I don't That's need a new house. I just need some central air and pay my student loans. It's really not too much to ask. No. Because <laughs> I'm, t- like, that's, that's, those student loans are no joke. No. That's the, the big albatross around most of our next in these years. So what is this? So you're also the commercial director manager at Bloomfield Garfield Corporation? Yes. What is that job like? Um, well, my job there really is to work with the business people mm-hmm. on Penn Avenue, um, just letting them know about resources that are available or if we have, if we maybe got grant funding to offer them some type of program mm-hmm. to do that. I also connect potential business owners with property owners so that, you know, okay. somebody's looking to lease a space or buy a space, they might email me and say, Hey, do you know it's available? Can you tell me? Oh, okay. And I let them know what I know. You right. know. I don't necessarily know everything that's available. It's just kind of what people tell me or what I find out just by looking on real estate websites yeah. or property owners can come and say, I need help with this. You know, is there any funding to help me, you know, renovate the building or whatever? Mm. Uh, and I also facilitate the unblurred gallery crawl yes. and manage the Garfield night market. So how long have you been doing that one, the unblurred? It'll be three years in September. Really? Yeah. Do you find that to be a source of stress or? It's actually, it's kind of fun because I mean, it's really not much involved because each space does their own thing. Mm-hmm. They really just have to let me know what they're doing so I okay. can post it on our website and stuff. So it's not like I, you know, have to actually say, okay, you guys are doing this and you right. guys are doing that. 
So it's, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Well, it's always a, a good time, at least like I'm blurred. I'm really glad that it's been going on as long as it has. Yeah. And, uh, I guess also it's the first, I always forget. It's the first, first Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah. First Friday of every month. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So you're hip hop, you your commercial district manager, you facilitate or organize, coordinate unblurred. Yeah. Teaching? Are you still teaching? Yeah, I teach. <laughs> I teach at La Roche and I teach at CCAC. How? Where do you find your your source of strength and organization? You know, when those when those things come, you know, in the mail that you open <laughs> up, things, and those, I think, I those little you things with those bills? numbers on them, yeah, and a return address, yeah. <laughs> Bills and kids, but I mean, I've always kind of been like that. Mm-hmm. I started working I was when I was fifteen, and I was working like. 13 to 15 hour days back then so i've always just been like go 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 yeah and i think that maybe in a previous life i was really poor Mm. because i have this like this crazy fear of like not being able to get a paycheck and pay my bills like i'm like i'm totally afraid of that like some people are deathly afraid of spiders (laughs) i'm deathly afraid of not being able to pay my bills that's legitimate fear i mean that's it's not a good feeling and especially if you were um I don't want to assume, but single mom, as, yeah. as a single mom, like that's, my mother was a single mom and, you know, had me young and <clears throat> yeah, I, I get it. And I, and I feel like, like, even though we never <laughs> wanted for anything, I, I feel like that was ingrained upon me just watching her hustle yeah. on the regular like that. So, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I, and I have a business on Penn Avenue also. Okay. What is that? It's, um, well, it's local, for, it's, it's actually two things in one. It started off just as a gallery space called mm-hmm. Local 412 and oh, okay. we did small uh, shows You're in there. You're Local 412. I am Local 412. I did not know me. that. <laughs> yeah. So we, we stopped doing the performances there, but mm-hmm. the, the, um, exposed brick wall we reserve as the out the gallery space so that's still okay. called local 412 but the storefront is now called arts and crafts it's a botanica and a cult shop really that i own with my sister and my best friend so what kind of stuff is there <laughs> we have over 100 types of incense and i say it like that and i do the hand thing every time i don't care who i say it to i just over 100 types of incense. it's like i can see it i can actually yes. see the light yeah. the yes. led lights mm-hmm. <laughs> we have sage we have um all kind of candles we have like the seven day candles in the glass so oh, like okay. if you think you need protection from your enemy yeah. like you have a protection from your enemy candle oh okay um we have like little spell kits soaps. so it's exactly what i uh, what yeah. it sounded like i was yeah. like i wasn't sure i didn't want to assume. yeah we have like some herbs in there we have some stones do you make any of it yourself some of the like some of the mojo bags Mojo put bags. together so like uh at the beginning of the year i put together a new year's preparation kit okay that had like several different types of incense i <laughs> had like a cannabis opium like just the, uh-huh. or no it was it was not new year's it was the post election relief oh jeez. yeah so it yeah. had an opium uh in, incense box of incense <laughs> cannabis like anti-stress it's just, sage yeah <laughs> and so like sometimes i'll make um little necklaces that have vials on them so i'll put in certain things in the vial Mm -hmm. that are for certain purposes or whatever people kind of like those interesting so is this a certain um religious well we cater to a lot of or is this just more natural natural holistic type it's a little bit of both so you know we cater to people who you know who practice wicca traditional witchcraft Mm -hmm. um voodoo santeria palo mayombe uh, Lukumi, okay. like, you know, 
those kind of things. And then, you know, just people who happen to like incense just and stuff. Like stuff. Sometimes like we get, bags. like, we have we had a woman who came in a couple weekends ago. It was a Sunday. She came in. She said she left church and decided she was looking for some new answers, and we were her first stop. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys sit and, like, talk to folks that come in there about we like do. their yeah. extra. I mean, if people want, like sometimes you can you tell like that somebody wants to talk. Yeah, if somebody wants to talk, like we'll talk to them or, mm. you know, we always make sure to greet everybody and let them know that if they have questions, they can just ask because sometimes people come in there and they're like, it's all this stuff. I'm so interested and I have questions, but I don't know if I should ask. I'm like, no, no, ask, mm-hmm. you know, cause we'll talk to you about it. If you're looking for something, you know, we got a computer, we'll Google it for you, right. you know? So we, we made it a place that's inviting for people and it's also very reasonably priced. We've heard. Okay. Yes. So local 412 reasonably pl- priced yes. Botanica. Yes. Arts and, and crafts. Arts and crafts. Yeah. So dark arts and witchcrafts. <laughs> And we are in the arts district of Penn Avenue. Yes. <laughs> Is this something you, do you, you practice? See what I did that? Yes, I, I like that. <laughs> no, I, I am what I would call, or what not, what I would call, but I'm, I am what people call a hedge witch. And what's that? Um, that is a person who, you know, we live right here in this universe, but mm-hmm. also we are able to access the other side so like if you think traditionally hedges were on the edges of villages so you know the village is one side and then the other side is like the scary unknown uh-huh. where people won't or can't go to so yeah so you access the other side i can access the other really side, yeah when did you realize you gifts. could do that <laughs> um it's probably as far back I feel as like i can we remember buried the lead here when i was like this- four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. So let's talk yeah. about this. <laughs> let's, let's get anyway. in here. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I'm sorry, what age? Did you... Like four is probably as early as I can remember. What is the other side like? Like seeing spirits and like, you know, having like people who other people can't see. Mm-hmm. Like knowing that they're present and that they can, you know, give us information and stuff really? like that. Yeah. Do you, is it just a normal everyday thing or do you have to go through a, is there a... a when I was younger, it was, it was, it was easier to just do, but as I've gotten older, there's, you know, kind of a, a process I have to go through. I'm sure. I guess yeah. it's a little more, uh, your whole, everything is a little more pure and, uh, less judgmental, I guess, as a yeah. child. Yeah. So. Yeah. As you get older, like you have to, you know, filter out certain things because like I have to focus on focus life. and like, make live sure on this my side kids of the hedge. Eat. Yeah. I have to be on this side of the hedge guys, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> no, seriously, like, this is, I am fascinated like, by this. Um, if you don't mind talking about, no, like, that's okay. I mean, it's cool. Cause people will like people that I even just know from like Pittsburgh hip hop scene, like they'll come to me and say, Hey, you know, I, can you help me with this? Or like, mm-hmm. this is a situation I'm dealing with, or I have a friend who's dealing with this. Like, what do you suggest? And so I guess I provide consultation. Okay. Yes. Apparently <laughs> <Yeah>. you do. <laughs> Consultations yeah. also work. I feel like that's another source of income it is. that <laughs> you can tap into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is the most <coughs> random or um, spirit that you have maybe just come across? Or uh, there was a guy who had on later hosen, <laughs> no shirt, and he had a sheep with him. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> <It's dirty. laughs> I'm serious and I was like and he was very he was worried that I would judge him because he 
It was dressed differently in his sheep. I said, I don't care that you're lacking a shirt and that you're with sheep. Just get to the point here. <laughs> is it very clear to you? Like, is it very apparent that that this is what you're seeing? It's not yeah. like, holy shit, there's a dude walking down the street. No, no, no. Okay. It's like, I'm, yeah, it's, it's, it's not like, yeah, it's usually like I'm in my house or something. Okay. Because, you know, if I'm outside and like I'm doing something, like I'm at Giant Eagle, you uh-huh. know, I'm, I'm like at, I'm shopping at Giant Eagle. I'm not like at my home. Gotcha. Like focusing on trying to, you okay. know. Yeah. <laughs> How does this not freak you out? <laughs> um, like I've always kind of dealt with it since I was little. Um, you, my mom, my mom's kind of the same way. Yeah, that was. I get it from my mom. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've always like I've been it when I was young. I could see people's auras around them, and stuff like that. And are they yeah. are they in fact different color? Yeah, ours. Yeah, it's they're not as easy for me to see now, mm-hmm. but like so when I was younger, they used to be very apparent. Okay, so if I were to come into your store or. Or request some sort of consultation. I mean, would you be able to see my aura after we talk or whatnot after a while? Or I mean, it depends. Like I, like really, I would just try to sense what kind of energy you have. Because mm-hmm. you know, some people you're just like, oh no. I, I mean, we all kind of have that ability <laughs> to some extreme. Like you know, there's some people that you don't like them, but you don't know why you don't like them. You just right. don't like them. Like that's your, you know, inner self right. telling you like that person's not good right like according to your like yeah. definition of goodness right yeah hmm. i'm serious like this is fascinating to me so <laughs> i've never heard of a hedge witch before yeah, in my life it's an actual um, thing. <laughs> and um it gives you something else to google yeah right like this yeah. is what that's the rabbit hole i'm going down later today <laughs> oh my and it really is a, it's definitely a rabbit hole yeah but there but those the hedge witches also are the ones who would say okay well you know, like I said, okay, you're having this problem. Well, let me tell you how what you might need to change, mm-hmm. or what you maybe need to do to try to address that situation. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> damn, I could talk about this like all for us today, but you got shit to do. So, <laughs> before <laughs> that's my mom life, you know. Uh, right, but I'm probably going to be uh, stopping into uh, local four one two just to see what's going on over there. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll be there. All right, so did you bring your list of... Yeah, it's in my head. All right, great. So I asked Amber to give me her list of top five songs by female artists. Yeah. There's a lot... Okay, let me just say, there's a lot of songs out there that I like. So I was trying to think of, like, some songs that when they come on, I'm like, oh, that's my song right there. (laughs) So, um, and and just even thinking about these songs, I'm like, you know, it's they're not, like, the most lyrical songs, Mm. but they're songs that make me go... That's yeah, my jam. Right That's my so, jam. Yeah, <laughs> that is, that is it. Or like, wait a minute, don't you can't talk to me till the song's over. <laughs> that is the worst thing. Like, like when you're in the car with somebody, your song comes on, and somebody's. T- <laughs> I'm gonna need you. Woo. Uh, my 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 girl Jazz, she knows that if ODB like got your money comes on, don't talk. Like I'm going nuts in the car. I'm going to rap every single word, and then when it's over, we can resume our conversation right where we left off at. But so, <laughs> and these these are in no particular order. But one of them is Missy Elliott, Super Duper Fly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's definitely one that's don't 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 like. Yeah, it was just so different, and you're like, whoa, and it's a chick on there, right? And she wasn't even really talking about anything, but it right. was cool, and it was like it was fun, you know. Um, another one is Foxy Brown. Uh, what is it? Get you home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. That one. Yeah, I miss Foxy Brown. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she she tried a little bit ago with that. This, well, and maybe like, '90s Foxy Brown. Yeah, whatever. '90s Foxy Brown. Because right now I'm like, just no. Um, I like a uh, little Kim. Uh, no time. I got no time for fake ones. Okay, that one. All right. Um, that's three. And then there was oh, Lady of Rage, Afro Puffs. Oh I my god, that song! I love it so much. Afro Don't talk Puffs. to me when that song is on. It's in my favorites list on my satellite radio. Nice. And uh, Boss. Uh, deeper. I don't know that one. Yeah, this is from like early '90s. She was a gangster rapper. She actually got signed to Def Jam West. Okay. And then huh. she just kind of she put out an album and then she disappeared. I guess she had like a kidney transplant or oh, something. Oh wow. Had a kid or something, but. All right. Yeah. All right. I listened is... to it this morning again just to make sure. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that was there? it right there. <laughs> is it still mm-hmm. there. I was like, oh, this beat it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you guys are listening on WMCK.FM, you will get to hear Amber's music block. If not, then um, I, more than likely on my website, under the show notes, I will have made a Spotify playlist that goes around, curated around Amber's (laughs) top five. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with um, Questionable Conversation, which is me just asking you 20 random questions. Okay, (laughs) sounds fun. We sing a jangle. We so tight that you get our styles tangled. Sway your dosi dough like you loco. Can we get thinking tonight like Coco? So so. You wanna play with my yo yo? I smoke my hydro on the D low. Which Amber Epps. <laughs> and we're going to do questionable conversation. So these are not rapid fire, so don't feel pressured. Okay. Uh, I love game shows, so I'm like, yeah, let's go with my game show. I'm super competitive. All right. What album can you listen to from beginning to end? Scarface, Untouchable. Do you prefer sunrises or sunsets? Sunsets. Have you ever been at a talent show? Define talent show. <laughs> Like, the whole point of it was be like, hey, this is a talent show. Like, either you win something for your talent or it's just a time to showcase your talent. Yes. Okay. Um, Do you need to write down things to remember them? No. What was your first job? I worked at Southern Platter, soul food restaurant. It used to be in Homewood, but I worked at it when it was in Penn Hills. Okay. July 25th, 1995 was the first day I started. (laughs) I don't know. I know the most random things, but I can't remember last Thursday. Like, it's really crazy. <laughs> uh, what's the last thing you took a picture of? Um, hmm. Wait a minute. Maybe I should look. Sure. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. My phone's slow. Well, I don't have those nice iPhones like the kids. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. The, the last thing I took a picture of was a flyer or a poster that someone illegally posted on a light pole on Penn Avenue. 
Now, was it for the content of the flyer that you took the photo or to, as proof that somebody has illegally... It, it's, it's proof because that's part of my job is to keep Penn Avenue clean from things like graffiti and stuff. And so I have to get in touch with the person who posted the flyer to let them know, like, you got to take these down because the city is going to start citing people. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you learn best? By listening, watching, reading, or doing? Um, doing. What's the first thing you do when you get home from a trip? <laughs> Take my shoes off. What is your favorite part of the human face and why? I like, ooh. Hmm. Oh, I can I can only pick one. Yes. Okay. Um, I really feel like, oh my God, I want to kind of show. I got to say the right thing. Um, I like, I like eyes. Okay. I know I wasn't supposed to pick one, but I also like mouths. Okay. Because like, people smile with them. Yes. Um, both the eyes and the mouth. <laughs> people can smile. Yes, smile. Do you talk to yourself? Yes. And well, I respond. <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. Yes. <laughs> we have a, a checklist of other we'll, podcasts. We'll tackle that at another time. Um, what's something you'd like to tell your younger self? <laughs> Don't date him, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Dot com. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you hold grudges? Yes. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Do you speak any other languages? (laughs) Body language. Um, I speak a little bit of Spanish. (laughs) Which of the five senses would you say is your strongest? Um, Hmm. Um, outside of family members, with whom is your longest friendship? Hmm. Oh my goodness! Because now it's like, well, define friendship. Like, are we <laughs> like, are we still like actively friendly? Yeah, it, like, yeah, like not just a, not just like, oh yeah, I know this. I've known this girl since. Oh. Like you, you call, you hang out, you you still communicate other than Facebook. Probably my best friend Beth, and we've been best friends for maybe like. Only like four, like five years. Okay. But it's like my longest running strong friendship. Well, that's yeah. awesome. That's a yeah. good one. Congratulations. Yes. I, she, her name's Beth. I say she's my Beth friend. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like addicted so to cute. each other. So she's also my Beth amphetamine. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and she's Jewish and used to be a carpenter. So I say she's my Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> who is someone who encourages you? like in a good way or a bad way um my sister pamela who's your celebrity crush oh the weekend really yes (laughs) what is it about him what what do you what is there not about him like what are you what are you asking me that like is that another question like what do you mean I should, yeah. I'm just going to leave it alone because I can see in your eyes right now that there's just like serious infatuation. You are not fucking around about this. No, hologram Tupac's pretty good too. (laughs) You never get tired of blink. Hmm. I never get tired of sleeping. Um, I never get tired of I never get tired of listening to music. Mm-hmm. Are you proud of yourself? Yes. Describe yourself in one word. Mm. 
Hmm. <laughs> well, this is a word someone else has used, and I'll use this word, eccentric. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I guess I could see that a bit. A bit. A bit. But I haven't really gotten in. So I yeah. don't. <laughs> There's lots of words. <laughs> hmm. I, Beth called me something yesterday, but I can't remember what it was. All right. We'll go with eccentric. Okay. All I right. like eccentric. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not the average. Like you're just. Right. Dude, yeah. You're, you're just, just extra. All over the yeah. You're just extra. You're just extra. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. That's our okay. show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, is there any place that people can find out what you're up to online? Or? Yep. Uh, Hollywood156.com. Okay. All right. That's that it. That is it. All right. Awesome. Um, and always, you guys can check out my stuff on ruggedangel.com. And you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Rugged Angel. All episodes are on iTunes and Libsyn under Rugged Angel Productions. Rugged Angel is one word. Once again, thank you, Holly. Or, yeah, Holly. Yeah. Holly, Amber, it was a pleasure. Thank you.